What is up, guys? I am back. It's been a while. Summer was a little hard on me with four kids, uh, but I am back and ready to do this. So today we're going to be talking about the Live Golf Tour, some of the problems that I hear swirling around it. Uh, I was going to do a top five list, and maybe I'll hit on the top five list of people's problems with the Live Golf Tour. Um, and uh, yeah, so let's jump right in. Uh, you know, a couple of things. First off, maybe the first problem that people are having with the Live Golf Tour is how it how it's approaching poaching basically the players. Right? They're basically saying, "Look, come play for money. Don't play for the love of the game." Which is hilarious because if you look at every other sport in America, what do all free agents do? They look at where is the best place to play to win and also where can I get paid the most? So I don't understand. That's the first problem I don't understand. Like all these hypocrites, man. And we're going to be talking about hypocrites a lot on on this episode today. But you, you cannot say that you are hating on the Live Golf Tour for guys that are basically playing for money. And then go and support NFL free agents in the NFL, or support free agents in major in Major League Baseball, or support you know free agents in the NBA because they're chasing money. Like that's what they're doing. They're chasing the money. And look, for a lot of the golfers that aren't winning a lot of big tournaments, um, one of the guys that I can think of off the top of my head is like Pat Perez. Like he doesn't win a lot of majors. He doesn't win a lot of tournaments. He doesn't place in the top 10 a whole bunch, but he can go to live golf tour and he can make more money than he in two events than he would make all year on the PGA tour. Like that's just a matter of fact. That's no joke. That's like an actual matter of fact. So do not hate on guys for being able to go and take the money and play like that's not a big deal because obviously it's not a big deal to most people because they support all these other leagues that do that they support themselves and their jobs when they do that people will literally go and shop around and fish for bigger offers while they still have a job they will take the fact that they are making you know x let's say they're making a hundred thousand dollars a year and they want to make a hundred and fifty well, they'll go and apply to five other companies and start negotiating with them and say, look, I'm making $100,000, make me an offer. They'll get one for one twenty-five, and they'll take that back to their current employer and say, look, if you don't pay me at least one, you know, I'm out of here. I mean, that's happening all the time. So why are we giving guys grief on the Live Golf Tour for doing exactly what you're doing or exactly what all these people working in corporate offices today are doing? So that's the first thing that I find super hypocritical that's super annoying, especially the guys on TV, all these moronic talking heads. They get on there and they talk about how they're just playing for money and how it's ruining the game and how you have all these guys that, you know, there's no history to the game and all this stuff. Who cares? They're getting they're getting their money. They're having fun playing. Who cares if they're not playing in the, you know, 3M Open or the you know, Charles Schwab, you know, challenge or, you know, whatever the other ones are that are kind of not really the rocket mortgage classic. Like, I understand that these are kind of like names that guys who follow the game will know. But if you ask the average person to name three tournaments outside of the majors, and even then, probably they can't even probably name all the majors. But if you ask him to name three tournaments outside of the majors, 
they would not even come up with one, right? Unless it was one in their backyard that, you know, they played every single year. So, you know, I, I think we need to get away from the quote-unquote history. The history is found in the majors, okay? That's where the history is found. And right now, the guys can compete in the majors. And I think it would be who of the PGA Tour to allow them to continue to compete in the majors. I think the second, the second problem that people have is maybe just the events themselves, the, the team aspect, the fact that there's no real competition, you know, that's what I've always said. That that's what you know people are saying about it as well. There's only forty some odd guys playing. There's no cuts, which means there's no real competition. Which I think is hilarious because so would you actually like you have a winner and loser? Like you watch 162 baseball games every year, right? Someone wins and loses every single game. It's the same like someone doesn't get quote unquote cut after 10 games in the MLB season. Same thing with the NBA, right? And in the NFL, if you lose two weeks in a row, all of a sudden you're not getting quote-unquote cut from the league. So this whole like making cuts in competition, look, somebody's trying to win that tournament. So what if they don't make cuts? If you took a PGA Tour event and you said, here are the top 60 golfers that we found and they're going to play in this event. We're not going to make cuts. They're all going to get paid. Like that's essentially what Live Golf Tour is doing. And why is that a bad thing? The PGA and all these other guys are basically making it out to a bad thing because the PGA Tour now doesn't have to pay everybody. They get more golfers. They get longer events on Thursday and Friday, and they don't have to pay them. They basically are getting free labor. The Live Golf Tour is like, hey, look, we're going to be paying all 43 golfers. We're not going to make any cuts. I think it's hilarious that they don't actually go and criticize the PGA Tour for not paying all the guys that show up. They have to pay for their own hotel, their own meals, their own flight. They have to pay their entry fee into the tournament. Usually that might be covered by a sponsor or something, but they got to pay all those other things. And yet they could show up and be the 65th golfer, let's say, and the cut could be the top 62. And they have to pay all that money. They just lost money. They just went and paid to go golf for for two days, basically. And then had to go home. And they didn't get, make a single dime. Hey, PGA Tour, how about you do do a favor? How about every golfer, no matter where they place, whether they get cut or not, you give them five grand for every event, right? Just five grand. That would cover hotel. That would cover the flights. That would cover all the meals for, you know, because they're going to be out there four days at least. They'll get out there on a Tuesday, play a pack, practice round. Wednesday, play a practice round. Some guys are getting out there on Monday. If all of a sudden you paid them five grand or even three grand just to cover expenses, <clears throat> whether and that's just for all the guys who don't make the cut, right? All the guys that make the cut, you can pay them whatever. But if you made that adjustment, I think the PGA Tour would instantly be better. They wouldn't be getting basically free labor every week. Not everybody pays attention to the bottom, well, whatever on Fridays, let's say. <clears throat> Let's say it's a bottom 50 golfers because they're not making the cut. <coughs> but those bottom 50 guys that are not making the cut are basically free labor. And yet nobody seems to have a problem with that. But now all of a sudden they have a problem with the, the live tour because they're paying all their golfers because <coughs> they're not cutting anybody. You're still getting competition. 
And it's on a shortened schedule. So guess what? You get more family time. You go up there on a Wednesday now instead of a Monday or something, you know, or maybe you leave Tuesday night, then you play Wednesday and Thursday as practice rounds, and then you play your Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you're out of there. And it's a shotgun start, which, look, that's the next problem that I think people are having, right? So the next problem that people are having is the event itself, which is obviously part of that is the competition aspect that I was talking about. But the next one is like people lose um, the interest because they can't follow the guys that are at the top of the leaderboard compared to the guys that might be surging as well. Which, look, that is something that they'll figure out if they keep doing this long term, right? If they end up doing this over two, three, four years, the PGA Tour has been lo- around long enough. And the way that they um, the way that they show these events on TV and stuff, they will figure out how to make it, you know, as entertaining as possible from that aspect, okay? The next thing that I like about the Live Golf Tour is the fact that it's free to watch. Like, it's just on YouTube. You don't have to have any kind of TV, you know, you don't have to pay for any provider to watch the the events. Like, as long as you have internet, which I'm pretty sure everybody in at least America, like, has internet, or can at least go and get internet at a coffee shop or something, they can watch the event. I don't understand why, you know, I, I get the whole aspect of, look, the event's not super interesting to watch because of the shotgun event or shotgun start, but the event is free to watch. Like, even if you tuned in for an hour just to watch, you know, see some of it, there's still some of the best players in the world hitting some amazing shots. Like, that's why I watch it, because I love to play golf, and I know exactly how hard it is to hit some of these shots that these guys are doing, or how impressive it is that how these guys play or get around a golf course. And that brings me to the biggest thing, okay? And I know this is only four, okay? But this is, the, this is the biggest problem that people seem to have, okay? And it's the number one thing that bothers me the most, not because people are necessarily wrong, but because they're all super hypocritical, okay? And that is this. People seem to be having a problem about where the tour is getting their money from, okay? Which, listen to me, I understand that that's a human rights issue. I understand that, Okay? I also understand the fact that if you have a problem with the fact that they're getting their money from the Middle East, you need to go to your congressman or your senator right now and tell them that we are not allowed to buy any more oil from the Middle East and that we need to be able to start fracking and digging more here in America because we have the largest oil uh, deposits in the entire world here in our own country. And you guys, okay... Now, I say you guys, I'm including myself in this. Everybody who drives a car, okay, everybody who's bought gas before, that's the reason the Middle East has all this money to be able to pay these guys. So if it's a human rights issue, I would suggest going to your senator or congress person, writing to them and saying, look, we need to stop buying oil from places like Venezuela, the Middle East, and Russia, and start only having oil from countries that have their human rights issues together. AKA, like we could just dig here in America. It bothers me because people are super hypocritical on this. It's like they don't like, they turn a blind eye to the fact that we're buying, we've been buying oil from the Middle East for years and years, decades and decades. Yet they don't have a problem with that for some reason. 
right? It bothers me because people are super hypocritical in that they have no problem bashing the tour, the live tour and the fact that they get their money from the Middle East, but then turn around and don't say anything about, you know, the NBA or Major League Baseball or the NFL being in bed with China, who has way just... Let's just put it this way. Their human rights problems in China are insane. And they're about to go invade Taiwan any day now. So if you had a problem with Ukraine being invaded, what are you going to say when Taiwan gets basically eviscerated by China? Right? Same type of problem. Also, China and how it treats its citizens. I mean, they basically treat them like dogs. Worse than dogs because they actually put them in camps. They still have camps over there they still killed their own citizens and yet for some reason we're okay with the NBA rah 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 and the NFL rah 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 and the MLB rah 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 being in bed with China like it's not a big deal Like, I'm sorry but here's the deal if you're okay with those leagues and you have a problem with the live tour then you need to firmly remove your head from your backside okay because you're supporting leagues that have terrible human right, rights issues, okay? And yet you are pulling out the one league that you quote-unquote have a problem with because it ruined your PGA Tour that you are so in love with for so long. Because it's such a historical game. Like, the PGA Tour has been making changes for years and years and years, right? <clears throat> so we need to get off the whole, like, high horse of, like, it's been changing. And I don't understand why people are holding on so tightly to this league. Like, it's it's the historical nature of the league. Like, okay, well, it can still be that. They're not ruining golf by creating another league. They're giving you an alternative to watch. Like, that's the thing with it. They're not ruining golf. They're giving you more of it. If you like the PGA Tour and you like the moments and the historical aspect and blah, 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 great. I'm all for the history of the PGA Tour. I am. That's one of the things I pay attention to when I actually watch these events. I love seeing the past winners. I love seeing what's happened there. I love that aspect. But I'm also not the person that's so, I don't know, short-sighted to where I can't see like, hey, there's a new golf league that's popped up. It might do some great things for golf. It might get the younger generation even more interested and playing more. Some of the most popular golf in the world right now is found on YouTube, for crying out loud. Go watch the good, good guys. They're out of Dallas. Go watch Rick Shields. He's out of the UK. You know, there's guys like Peter Finch out there that have a few hundred thousand subscribers. People are taking their golf in. And I don't see anybody giving these guys grief because they're doing something new for golf. So what I would say is this, in closing, because this has been way too long. I didn't mean to go this long, but here's the deal. If you support other major professional leagues, you need to stop giving the golf, the Live Golf Tour grief if it's specifically for where they're getting their money because your other leagues are getting a huge chunk of their money from places like China, which is a horrible, horrible place. So please don't be a hypocrite, and I will catch you guys in the next one.